about the Messi thing? Anything else on the Messi front, Chris, before we move on? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm falling out. I told you, I never want to bring this guy's name up again. I don't know, man. This Messi thing is just a freaking mess. What a disaster. I don't want to hear this name ever again until it's official. But they got me back. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the Herons are back. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 89 of the Battle Herons podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada. And alongside me, as always, Mr. KBD. How are you doing, sir? Bro, this, I mean, even when it's bad, it's good. <laughs> even when it's bad, it's good. Like, you can't, I can't even, yeah. I can't even find, I can't even find another way to describe it, guys. Like, yeah. let's, let's go. We are officially the bad guys, right? Say hello yeah, no, to sure. the bad guy. Everybody's going to be hating on us. Everybody's going to be talking about that, that uh, handball that supposedly Jordi Alba got. Yeah. Uh, it, his hand was close to his body and all that other stuff. And we're going to get into all that. But, man, uh, uh, I, I, I can't believe it. So, um, <laughs> it was, uh, like I, I said, don't even know. Even, even, ba- even being bad, we're good. Yeah, man. That was so fun. It was, um, I mean, let's be real. Cincinnati was the better team for the majority of that game. Yeah. They were the better team for the majority of that game. And and I really thought that the 95th minute, you want to know what I was doing in the 95th minute, guys? I went on and I updated the thumbnail on YouTube. And I put Messi suffers first loss with Inter Miami. Two minutes later, they score. Luckily, I didn't upload it, but I had put it on there. All I had to do was hit save because I thought that's it. It's over. Like, this team has showed no life. And, man, like, I, I got to stop doubting the messy magic because this was a different messy, right? Usually it's the, the, the brilliant moments where he scores. Yeah. Today, he was on the other end of the goals. I remember I was like, damn, seven games in, he still only has one assist. Like, Messi is, is great, obviously, offensively scoring. But, yes. like, people don't really – like, he, he gives a lot of service, right? A lot of assists. Mm-hmm. Today, he showed it. Two assists, and then we're going to get into Ben Krem coming in and all that other stuff. But, um, yeah, man, let me, let me just calm down a little bit and, and just jump in on the chat, see what they're saying, because i got to compose myself for a second. Well, listen, I mean, there's Ed Bard is mentioning Messi connecting to Campana twice was money, uh, which is beautiful. Rashid, hello, three in the morning. Good morning. Uh, I mean, geez, there's so many people that are coming. Go ahead, Danny. No, no, no. I was saying what's up to Rashid. And uh, Zahid, yes, you're right. Defense was horrible. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was just all kinds of weird what, what was happening with the defense. And this is just classic Gampapi. I'll take that. Let me tell you something. I was, obviously, I was watching the game with my with my uh, my daughter and my wife. And, you know, my wife, all on the Kampapi train. So, you know, she was happy. Like, a lot of other ladies are happy to see Kampapi get on the on the Listen, his shoot. hair looks more beautiful and beautiful after every goal. Fagundo looked amazing, B-Rad. Listen, let me tell you something. Parias, I hated definitely a, impressed, yes. I hated a little bit on Fagundo before I saw he him did. play. Mm-hmm. But that kid is a problem. The second, the second he touched the ball, it was like a bullet. Just he just running down that left flank. I was like, oh, okay, okay. This is yeah. If Diego Gomez could live up to what everybody was saying, Diego Gomez was gonna be. And I'm not saying he's yeah. not right. It's still early, but if he can live up to what everybody was saying he was gonna be, dude, yeah. this team is gonna be serious in the future. Because Facundo, remember we were saying, is he gonna take Robert Taylor's spot? We don't know yes. yet. But let me tell you something. He today he looked pretty good. He looked pretty good. 
Um, Listen, he was he was all over the place. He was playing great offensively. He was hustling back on defense. You could tell that he's pretty good with the ball at his feet. And uh, listen, I have nothing bad to say about Fagundo. Nothing. Absolutely not. All right. So I've calmed down a little bit. All right. All right. So so let's start. Um, When right when this game was going to start that I saw the starting 11, I was very confused. Hold on. Before you keep going, this I agree with. Aziak or Aslak, Gomez a long way behind Ben Kremp for sure. That kid is just like a wild, a wild goose on the. He's like a chicken with his head cut off. Yes. And you know what? A lot, a lot of people say that they like the motor on him, which I, I give you. That kid's got yes. a motor on him. He's, he's running back and forth, but he's running people over as he's running all back and forth, right? So it's yeah. constant fouls, and it's just, I think he, he'll get better. He'll get better. He'll, he'll get adjusted. Um, and it was really interesting how you saw Messi kind of talking to him during the hydration break. And I don't, obviously, I don't know what he was saying. A lot of yeah. hand movements, like, dude, like, either make this run or when I make this run, hit me here. Like, he yeah. was going, I don't want to say going in on Diego Gomez, but he made it a point to talk to Diego Gomez during the hydration break. So, the first half, obviously, not what we wanted to see. And and back to the formations. We wanted to see a rotation. Let's we see. thought we would see a rotation, right? I thought we would see basically the same formation, 4-3-3. But you would get maybe Kristoff not playing and then Avilis playing. I thought I never thought that I would see John Mota start. No. Why the hell he was starting? I have no idea. He just came back. Why would you throw him in a semifinal game to start? Like it made no sense to me. And I know that you were really happy seeing him kick another field goal. I'm not necessarily happy seeing him kick field goals. We hadn't we were playing with no six. Like there was so, because we were playing with three in the back, we had no defensive midfield. It was just three in the back and then the rest up top. And there was nothing in the middle. You were saying, Chris. And, and uh, Neil, th- yeah, congrats to us. And, and congrats to you as an Inter-Miami fan. I mean, we're all Inter-Miami fans here, baby. Don't don't hide it. All mm-hmm. right? All the way from Saudi Arabia. Now, listen, the, the one thing that I, I wanted to mention is I don't think it was as big as that Mota was bad because I didn't see Mota bad. I saw him rusty, uh, right? I'm, I'm going to tell you what I didn't like about Mota. Um, what I've always said about Mota, Mota and Gregory work because if they're playing a double pivot, Gregory stays home. Gregory yeah. stays defending. Mota doesn't. Mota gets excited. Mota is constantly pushing forward. Busquets today was pushing forward a lot more than he's done in the past. Yes. And Diego Gomez is all over the place. So I felt like there were plenty of times where all three of the midfield were up top. And then we just had those three in the back and mm-hmm. those three in the back outside of Aviles is it very fast. So we, we could get caught on the corner. That second goal by Brandon Vasquez, that was pure counter. And yeah. that was in the second half, right? So we're talking about the second half at that point. But, I mean, I, I, I don't understand why we had to change formation. I understand rotate the players, right? We've played a whole bunch of games recently, right? It felt like every three days we're playing games. So I get it. The, the legs are tired. They're going to get tired. But why are we changing formation? Like, we haven't had enough practices in between these games to all of a sudden change formation. So I thought that there was one of two things happening. One, I thought that maybe Tata was trying to get a little cute with doing things a little different, right? And then two, I kind of felt like, okay, he's recognizing that this U.S. Open Cup has the potential of having two extra halves. 
So he's probably like, okay, let me save some of the better players on the bench and bring them in. Let these guys get their feet get wet. I mean, that's uh, I'm I'm just speaking what I think might have happened. But but uh, look, I didn't see a problem with Mota. I didn't see a problem with him. I I I think I think the timing wasn't the best. I think the timing wasn't the best. I think you could start him in an MLS game, right? Not in a yes against the Red Bulls for sure. Yes. Yeah, start him against the Rebels. That's fine. Uh, but he didn't play bad. But, you know, everybody's talking about what uh, Toto, he wasn't that great to me. And there's people that were like, oh, he was super solid on Twitter. I don't see how solid he was. I, I, I mean, don't see was, that. He didn't necessarily stand out to me, but I wouldn't say that I saw him commit any errors or that he played poorly either. I mean, there was three yeah. in the back. And, uh, again, there was three in the back with no midfield really defending. So I thought that they were at a disadvantage most times that that – Cincinnati pushed forward. Uh, and real I quick, I didn't want to forget to say this. That they're just, yes. Yes, yes. Just MLS playing this game, for sure. Yeah. Um, I did want to bring up one random thing real quick. I'm not sure if anybody else was watching on Apple TV. No, I'm sorry, on, on Paramount. Yeah. I selected the game. And for the first three minutes, I, I, three minutes, I was watching. And the camera was just following Messi around. And I was like, what the hell is this? There was no commentators. And I started looking through Twitter and nobody else was complaining about this. I was like, what the hell is going on? I realized that Paramount has what they call a, a star cam. And apparently, instead of watching the game, you could literally just watch Messi all game. Like, you could just watch him walk up and down the field. So for the first three minutes, I was literally just watching Messi walk. Like that was it. I, I didn't know that that was an option. I can't imagine. I mean, I guess there's a lot of Messi lovers that would love something like that maybe. But I thought yeah. that was really weird. Uh, so I don't know if anybody else ran into that problem, but it took me <laughs> two or three minutes to realize that. I didn't again. Uh, just said that use Peacock. I didn't even know it was uh, available on Peacock. Yeah, I, the Spanish I, broadcast was on Peacock. Okay. Well, I wanted or to hear Ray Hudson. It, yes. I, well, to hear I, Ray I put Hudson. the yeah. I wanted to hear him too. That's why I put it on on uh, on Paramount. But uh, the Spanish coverage was on Peacock. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Diego Gomez. Let, let's finish up talking about him uh, again. He's still a little erratic. I thought that there was one opportunity where Yedlin was completely open on the right side, where Diego Gomez just completely looked his way. I mean, uh-huh. I got, I'm assuming he didn't see him, but yeah. he completely missed him and then played the ball over to the left. Uh, I, Diego Gomez definitely, definitely needs to get better. So, well, um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you another thing. And somebody here had mentioned I can't catch up with it, but somebody mentioned something about Yedlin being subbed, and. I didn't think that Yedlin played such a great game. I feel like he's not really super skilled with the ball at his feet for him to be a right wing back. I feel like that's one of the things that, I mean, he's okay. He's not the greatest with the ball at his feet, but I feel like he put himself in a lot of situations where he tried to get out using his feet and his skill, and he just he wasn't able to. He's quick. Um, he could beat people, but... As no, far as know. having the ball at his feet, I, I didn't. I, I, I look. You're not gonna find many right backs or right wing backs that are necessarily gonna take people on. So I'm not gonna say that that I wouldn't uh, keep playing him or that I would take him out for that reason. I do think well, that. I mean, full backs are probably the ones that run the most during a game. Them are yes. a good box to box eight. So, I mean, they're just gonna get gassed. And with all the games that they've been playing and the non rotation that they've been doing, I mean, they have to take them out. This is a great question by Neo. Where's the finals going to be? Isn't well, it usually here if, if we played elsewhere? 
No. This is how it works. It was it was Vamos, Lucho, Lalo. There was um there was a drawing, right? And um so this is the way it works. Right now, Houston is playing against Real Salt Lake. If Houston wins, we host the final. If Real Salt Lake wins, we travel to Real Salt Lake. The final will be played on September 27th, I want to say. Let me pull up this, this crazy calendar real quick so everybody can see. So real quick, check out August. Look at we're Cincinnati today. Then we got the Red Bulls on Saturday. And then we have Nashville next Wednesday. So, and then we move into September and September we have LAFC on the third. Then we have a full week off, which I think on that sixth, they might move the Charlotte game that got pushed back on August 20th. They might push it to the sixth. So hypothetically right now we have no game there. So we have the third LAFC, no game during the weekdays. Then we have sporting KC. Then you have Atlanta. We have a ton of games coming up in September, but September 27th would be the final either at home yeah. or in Ralph Salt Lake, depending on the results today. So we're, we should all be rooting for Houston. And Kata's mentioning it, 11 games in 45 days. I mean, it is, it is. This is football, baby. And I understand that everybody's like, and, and we said it also, right? Messi walks a lot. I get it. Messi walks. But like, even then, like just the walking, like he's walking and making these random sprints here and there. He's gassed. You can tell he's tired. And and think about it. Eleven games in uh, in forty five days is what you said, right? Yes. And it's it's full ninety for for Messi. Like he doesn't take any time off. And then you add in a one twenty today. And then we got Thursday, Friday, and then back at it against the Red Bulls. And let me tell you something. Yeah. For those that that don't know, the Red Bulls are a very annoying team. They're just gonna press you all game long so that's going to be a very annoying game another 90 minutes then and then you got nashville again the best defense in the league we just beat them they're going to come out for revenge again the best defense we got not only a lot of games but we have tough games coming up also so definitely uh something to look out for so uh i mean to get back into the first half yeah let's do it let's do it all right so that oh before i forget um if you haven't already, please like and subscribe. Uh, you know, it's come on, I, do, put your thumb, just, put your thumb to work out, guys. Come on, everybody can move their thumb, check their text messages, so, their Instagram, like and subscribe, baby. Come on, so, do it for the do um, it for the squad. So the first goal. What did you think when we gave up that first goal? And what was it, the 18th minute? Because was, when I saw that goal come in, I was like, that was that, that was almost like luck. Like he didn't, it like, it like bounced off of his shin, and Drake just couldn't close out on it. That that was rough. Uh, the thing, the thing that I saw, I I felt like somebody messed up on defense because if you notice after they got it in, you had uh, a couple players looking back, like come on, you should have covered that space. And I feel like they were either looking at uh, Toto or they were looking at uh, Diego Gomez. Okay. Uh, no, not come on, Miller. I didn't notice. Come on, Miller. I didn't notice. Kamal Miller, I think he messed up on the second one, uh, but we'll we'll get to that. I feel like someone messed up there, and I, I don't know if it was Toto or if it was um or if it was Diego, but somebody messed up, just messed up on a, on their assignment, and and we paid we paid the price for it. We paid the price for it big time. I, I thought that it was a I don't want to say cheap goal, but man, that 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 wasn't necessarily uh, a, a, a golazo, as you would say. So. I, that was disappointing. 
the first half overall was disappointing. We looked slow. We looked tired. It looked like those guys had hadn't playing together for a while. They hadn't. Look, John Mota is the worst player. Is he Listen, the worst player? I, Maybe not the worst. He's not but the worst player. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, Danny. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, bro. No, no, it's okay. Me. I was just gonna say, uh, you and I have talked and about he, Mota, and, and I've and I've told you right before he got injured, he was finally playing well. But generally, overall, I'm not a big Mota fan. I'm not. Like he he was playing well this season. Last season, I couldn't stand the guy. This season, okay, he started 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 coming around on Mota. Okay, Gregory's not there. He, he's playing a little. But honestly, today I was like, this guy should not be out there. Put Dixon Arroyo out there. Oh, Dixon Arroyo's tired. I get it. All right. But when the second half began, I was shocked that there weren't substitutions. Well, immediately starting the second half, right? Yes, that's, that's, yes, that's what, what I mean. Yes. Yeah. And and I just want to tell everybody that's that thinks that John Mota is trash or garbage or terrible. He's not terrible. This guy just finished getting uh, getting back after being injured for months. So so who's horrible? Is it Jean Mota because he played like crap or is it Tata for putting him in knowing that he was probably going to look like crap? I think that Tata made a bad decision putting him in in a semifinals game, right? No, like I mean that it it is what it is. Oh, like wait, he, no, he didn't. Very risky for Tata to play for a semifinal. It has some potential. Look, I'm not saying that it's a bad it's it's a bad person to play. I'm saying it's a bad person to play at, at this very moment. So, and he wasn't bad for the for the contribution that he did. He wasn't Gomez. He wasn't Toto. But everybody thinks that Toto played like a phenomenal. Let me tell you something. Every time you say Toto, I think it's so weird. I get that. That's what I know it is. It's I such know, a weird moment. I'm I'm gonna stick with Avilis because that that Toto stuff is is kind of weird. Um, yeah, yeah. So I was really upset at the way the defense was looking. We we're looking slow. I oh, thought no, that we wait, needed some on. substitutions. I mean, look, at, look at look at what's happening in the comments. Army, Tata's not smart enough. Come on, let's not do all that, guys. Look, we can't go based off of one game, right? He was he was experimenting. <laughs> he hasn't had an opportunity to experiment. Let's be honest. And basically, he had. What the Washington DC game and the St. Louis game before Messi, and then it was just straight leagues Cubs game. So he had no opportunity to experiment. Do I think he should have waited till Saturday with against the Red Bulls? Yeah, I do. But you know, he felt like his team needed the rest. So I I get it to an extent. What frustrates me is that he waited until the second goal that Cincinnati scored to finally make those changes because they should have come at least one. Like the way Robert Taylor came in for Kamal Miller, you should have done that at halftime. Why wait until after they beat us on the yeah. counter and all of a sudden they go up 2-0? So they scored in the 53rd minute, and then in the 58th minute, we finally saw the substitutions. And I was yes. frustrated. I Look, Tata, great. That's fine. But I was fucking pissed. I was pissed. when those, yeah. like at, at that point, I was like, don't even bring them in. Just fucking lose. I was, I was, I was talking irrationally. I was just mad. I was mad. Well, and... And on top of that, you have you have Taylor that's playing a right back or right wing back, which he, I don't think I've ever seen him play that position all season. Not even not this even season, last no, year. But last, wing, not last year he played it. Last year he played. It. I I thought that he played left wing back, but not right wing back. Okay, or you might right be right. Back. I know he played wing back. I, I I can't remember if it was left or right, but yes, you're right. Look, and this is a perfect way to put it. Super califragilistic is is saying, uh, I think that this decision. We're wrong today. And you know what? You're right. His decisions were wrong today. Uh, I, I felt like, like I said, I think he was just trying to get cute. 
we 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 paid the price in the first half. He figured out right after the first half and a couple minutes into the second, he's like, I got to stop playing around with these guys. I need to bring in my big dogs and get this thing going because that's finally we waited when too we long. Started. Why why he wait did. until we're down two zero? That, yeah. That's my that's my beef. That he waited too long to make those substitutions. Now, David Ruiz, when he came in, I thought he was gonna come in to help with the defensive midfield, right? But man, that kid was pushing up. And I'm going to get uh I'm going to um to give David Reese a lot of credit. Yeah, because he he can get on the ball and he can push the ball forward. I really like this kid. I like him yeah. because of his aggression, right? I call him baby Sergio Ramos. I, I like mm-hmm. the kid. But what he showed me, the way he can move offensively, or at least pushing the ball forward, I like. Now, the problem is, on that final third, it almost seems like he doesn't know what to do. It looks like he's looking to get fouled. Because if he doesn't have an outlet pass, yeah, he, it's look, he's looking for somebody to get close and to kind of just dive. And that's what I noticed happened a lot today. I thought that he was diving a lot when he would get into that final third, and he just didn't know what to do. So I do think that... He's going to keep maturing and get better at decision-making in that final third. But I think he should stay playing a little further back for right now because he gets up there. But once he gets up there, it's like he doesn't really know what to do in that final third yet. And I'm, and if he figures it out, that kid's going to be a monster. Well, and Miles is mentioning he he needs to, you know, he needs to work on his vision. He doesn't uh, look up. And there's a lot of people that feel the same way. And one of the things that I saw, I think there was like an interview that was mentioned about Benjamin Kermaki that he was told what was the one thing that he learned from Messi and that the one thing that he learned from Messi was just to stop, slow down, and see that, what's happening. I think that happening. was David Ruiz. That was David Ruiz that said that. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I could have sworn it was it was for Ben Krem, but I mean, that's, that's perfect advice for people like David Ruiz and Ben Krem who are off the chain just running and gunning and running and gunning. So, uh, For those asking who David Ruiz is, David Ruiz is a homegrown player from Honduras. He, uh, he honestly, he got his opportunity because of all the injuries. Uh, even, yeah. even the coaches have said that if he, it wasn't for all the injuries this year, not because he doesn't have the potential, but he probably wouldn't have had any place to play. But we had a lot of homegrown players that have gotten opportunities because of all the injuries early in the season. Mm-hmm. And it's paying off now. Right, because we have that influx of veteran leadership, the, the the experience with Messi, Busquets, Alba, and all of them, and then you got all these homegrown players that are also balling. And let me tell you something. I know we we might get to it later, but Noah Allen, I love that kid. Yeah, yeah. Noah yeah, yeah. Allen to me, like the way he closes in, uh, closes out on, on on defenders, or the way he he gets back on defense. Like it's not. I'm, I'm not watching uh, Franco Negri out there, right? Like Noah Allen. Hustles to get back on D. Noah Allen, they need to find a place for him. Like, I, okay, maybe, maybe they don't have a place for him because Jordi Alba is going to miss. But, like, I would love to see him play more because I really, really love to watch Noah Allen play. Noah Allen is by far one of my favorite players on this team. Well, the the good thing is, is that all the young guys have had that play because of the simple fact that we've had a lot of injuries. And, I mean, oh, yeah, Mr. Krabs is mentioning Ben Krem is a star. I want to talk a little bit about the second goal because, in my opinion, the only reason that that goal happened, I mean, it was a beautiful pass made. Uh, it was kind of like a like a cross where nobody had a chance at getting it on the other side. And wait, 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 who, whose second goal? It was uh, it was this it was Cincy's second goal. Okay, and, well that was a, then, that was a, a counter. 
Yeah, that was a counter, and the issue was that, that Miller was so pressed up that he couldn't be able to catch back up on defense, and that's why we got exposed. So it was a little bit his fault because he was just out of position. Um, but at the same Thank time, like, he's pushing up. Thank you, Clara. Yeah, if there's 800 people watching, there should be 800 likes at least, right? Yeah, I mean, at least 800 <laughs> likes. Like, come on, guys. Come on. Put that thumb to work, baby. Uh, um, yes. that uh, You know what? That's a really good comparison. Mitch Rodriguez. Ruiz reminds me of a baby Weston McKinney. I like saying Sergio Ramos just because Sergio Ramos is so physical and so aggressive. That That's why I say it's, it's basically personality. Yeah. But as far as the way he plays, that's a, that's a great comparison. I like that. Um, I, I think I just saw somebody ask if we're getting Sergio Ramos. Uh, no, we're not. I'm not even... Uh, I, I lost the comment. Oh, I'm not up. We're not why, getting. Why do we get that question every week? Like every because, week, because somebody's he's still a free interested. agent, I guess. And and our defense doesn't look great, I suppose. Um, yeah, I, I, that that has to be why. All right, so we were into the second half, and we still looked half dead. And for the beginning of the second half, I want to say the first like know, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, it looked like Cincinnati just decided to park the bus. Yeah, that's what it looked like. They just parked the bus and they were just letting us just bring the ball up and just it was they were just daring us to break them down. When they went up 2-0, I said they're up 2-0 and they're gonna park the bus. I, I think that we can't win. Honestly, I really thought that. And then for some reason, they started changing up. They they went mid-block, then they started pressing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why are they doing this? It worked in our favor, right? It oh, opened yeah. up the game for us again. But I thought it was really weird that they parked the bus early in the second half, right? They were playing that low block. They were basically daring us to try to figure out how to break them down. We couldn't. And then they went. They scored that second goal. They played the low block a little longer. And then they're like, you know what? Let's try to put a third up. Like, that's what it felt like. And, yeah, yeah. and obviously, it, it worked to our favor. Now, in the 68th minute. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say in the 68th minute. We had that free kick from Messi, and I we were talking on Monday when we previewed the Cincinnati game about how Cincinnati has the highest win rate in the league. Was it the highest? I think it was the second highest win rate in the league for headers. And Justin, our guest that that works for Cincy's uh, Soccer Talk, told us it's not because they they uh, they work the ball in from the wings and try to score on headers. It's because defensively. They're constantly heading balls out because they're really tall. They're really big. Yeah. So I thought that we had no chance of scoring on a header. And when Messi let that ball go, I have no idea how it found Campana's head because it almost looked like there was nobody in front of him. Like he just yeah. had an open, easy goal. But tell me, what were you thinking when they scored that goal? Because the first thing I thought was Dallas. Dallas is what I thought. I said, we're going to oh, come yeah. back and we're going to win this game. Like, that's what I thought initially. Well, I th that's I thought the same thing because you could just see sort of that the writing is on the wall. And then you started to see – I started to see the players from Cincy. You start to see that they're cramping up. They're not running as, 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 as quickly, as hard. And they're starting to slow the game down a little bit. Messi's just kind of creeping everywhere. And then all of a sudden, he gets that burst of energy – and then here we go, a header by Campana. Then later on, I mean, did you think that that was going to be a header by Campana on the second goal? There's no the, way. No, no. It, look, come, come. 
let's give props that's to Cabana because that's, because yeah. all, all we've done is, is is say how he needs to show out, right? Because he's not getting any playing time, but when he does, he just isn't doing anything. And today he got his chance and he showed yeah. out, man. I, I give him all the props in the world. It's awesome that he finally was on the end of those headers and that he scored. Um, I, I just saw a, a message that you popped up that said tactical manager is it, it decided to to transfer or to, to Miami. Can somebody yeah. hit up trans tra tactical manager and tell him to join the show? I kind of want yeah. to talk to him. If you can get in contact with him and tell him to, to jump on with us, I, I would love to talk to this guy. So, cause I, I, I don't know who he is. People have told me that he's an Orlando fan, but that he's been jumping around transferring from club to club. So if anybody can get a hold of him, I would love to have him on. So uh, yes. that, that would be awesome. At him, at us, let him know yeah. he's got to get on here, okay? Yeah. Because I, I, we want to talk to him. All right. Um. So, yeah, so so that first goal happened. But there we go, Sean. So um, that first goal happened, and I, I, I kind of lost a little bit of hope when all of a sudden it hit 85th, 90th minute, and we just couldn't get anything going. At what point did, did did you okay? Let me rephrase this. Did you at any point? Oh, thank you for that update, JV. Houston's up one zero. This is going to be a beautiful night if Houston wins. Because you guys oh, are liars right. sometimes. Right. <laughs> you guys <laughs> lie to us. Yeah, that's right. We we need Lucas to to, to confirm. All right. Um, uh, no, it's true. It is one zero. Yes. Did you at any point lose hope? Because I did. When the net ninetieth minute hit, I lost hope. I thought we were going to lose. I, I, I did lose a little bit of hope because I, I thought that maybe, cause you could tell that the, you could tell that the guys were tired. You could tell Inter Miami and the players were just exhausted. And so I'm probably thinking to myself, well, you know, we just won a, a league's cup, right? Do we really want to win this other U S open cup? Like we're exhausted. We want to, you know, we want to rest. I mean, it's, it's a little bit of like, well, we might as well win it since we can get another cup or, uh, I think we're good. Let's just let this game go by the wayside. And uh, and 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 look, Don. You know, Dan Golfer says I never did. Uh, Parallax says never, never over, wow. never over. You guys got know. faith, I, I, bro. Yeah, man. I I lost some faith. I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I did. Look, Messi. They did. I don't know if it's that they did a great job of kind of um, just just shutting his passing lanes out and just not letting him contribute too much or he's just tired because i think yeah, it might be that, he, that he's tired yeah um so i i thought that i thought that this was it and i i, I thought that it was it but i had made peace with it because yeah. we won the league's cup on saturday because we already were um in the champions cup next year so right th that was the ultimate goal the champions cup right we wanted to qualify for that we're in we're in the final 16 already Right, we we already in the final sixteen, so we are good. But I um I did lose hope, but not because I said, well, well I don't want it, because I do want it. I mean, literally, all you have to do is win two two games, and this game was almost over. So you just need one more game. So I um you know I I, I did lose hope, but I, I wanted it. I wanted it. Well, look at what JV says. He says four years of pain will do that to you, which I agree with. Oh my goodness, Lucho Lalo, 2-0. Are you lying to me? No, you are not lying. It is 2-0. This game is gonna be in Miami. No, Bobby. don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it yet. Don't say it. No, don't jinx it. 
Don't jinx it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not going to cross. Now, just real but quick, he, for those of you that don't know, yeah, there have been rumors that if we host the U.S. Open Cup, that the game might be moved to Hard Rock Stadium. Uh, so, it's not MLS. Because it's not MLS. So, let's see how this goes because that would be quite the event if we get to go to Hard Rock and have that stadium full for a second trophy a month from now. So, all right, go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry to cut you off. I just want to make sure I brought up the fact that we might be playing a home game at Hard Rock. Well, and and before we get to this question, Maria Vidal, I, I want to mention something. Uh, the only reason that I thought that they might pull out the win on some like last-minute heroics is because we all know. I mean, look, maybe we're counting the chickens before they hatch here. But we know, or at least we feel as a fan base, that if we beat Cincinnati, whoever we play next, so it's if it's gonna feel like a walk in the park, right? That's how I technically felt about Nashville, even though I knew it wasn't a walk in the park because again, their defense yeah. is the best. So I knew it wasn't a walk in the park. But when we beat Philadelphia in Philadelphia, I thought to myself, we could beat anybody. We could be absolutely and, anybody. And, and and let's get this very clear. Yeah, we have now been in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, we have been in Nashville. In Nashville, and we've been in mm -hmm. Cincinnati. In Cincinnati, those are three of the top teams in the league on the road. Don't tell me that Miami can't be absolutely anybody at this moment. Yeah, in the MLS, the only other test that we have is LAFC. Yes. Outside of that, I will never, never predict that Miami is going to lose. LAFC is the only team that we haven't beaten yet that we need to to kind of prove ourselves against. Well, and and look, in terms of the question that you're asking, Maria, what team will give Inter-Miami a better chance to win, Houston or Salt Lake? Looking at their records, because they're both teams in the Western Conference, Real Salt Lake is in third place, and Houston Dynamo is in sixth place. Uh, Real Salt Lake has scored 35 goals this year, allowed 34 uh, Houston Dynamos allowed and made 31 goals uh, on each, you know, category. So I guess you know Real Salt Lake would be the the, the team that would probably give us the most fits. Um, but again, like we we just finished playing Philly, which is a solid team. It's like what Danny said. We've been playing some, we played some really good teams. The only team left to test us is LAFC. I mean, guys, I don't want to say it's in the bag here, but it might be in the Sedano's bag. Look, they, they just said that they that you that you cursed us, you jinxed us. They took away a goal. And, and oh it was, my god! Chris, just shut the hell up, please. Never talk. I again. didn't do that. Don't don't, don't do talk that. about this game. Don't no. You already claimed that we're gonna have a home game. Look at that. It's offside. <laughs> and to the person and the person that was asking which team would be better for us to play against, honestly, they're very they're both. Uh, I, I don't want to say average, but they're not necessarily teams that scare me. But Houston would be a home game, and Real Salt Lake would be a, a road game. So just for that, just for that reason, I would say Houston, even though we yeah. lost to Houston earlier this week, 1-0. But I, I would say Houston, um, and, and based off of standings, Houston should be the the um, the worst side. Look at Lucas telling me to get out of here, Danny. All right. And, I'm and, not going to talk you know anymore about Houston is? Real Salt Lake. You know what my favorite part is? It's when people on the comments say get out of here, and then they like do a little uh, – in a Chris's voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so something else that before we get into extra time, 
<laughs> yeah, this is true. They're about to disallow the first goal the way Chris is talking. Um, I think that um, we lucked out that they took out Brandon Vasquez and Lucho Acosta yes. late in the game. Now, I, I don't remember if they did it for defensive substitutions. I will tell you that we are very, very lucky that this kid, what was his name, Santos, that he, that he came in. For Brandon Vasquez, because yeah, there were two, there were two crosses that if he extends oh, his leg or just eaten his, it, yes, yes, twice could have easily converted. Yes, but they had already taken Brandon Vasquez out of the game, and Santos just, just like maybe if he would have gone head first, he might have hit it with his dreads, but with his yeah. leg, he just couldn't get there. And look, thank you, Santos, because I honestly believe that if it's not for him, we lose this game. Yeah, but Santos sure. just could not get it because Santos had two gimmies and he just didn't extend. Like, I, I think, honestly, if he extends his leg, I saw somebody uh, somebody in the crowd, they pan to the crowd, and I saw someone go, extend your leg. Like, it's he... Thank you, Santos. I mean, isn't I guess that's all like, I can really say. Isn't, isn't that like, like striker 101 stuff? Like, when uh, the cross is coming to, like, just extend your leg just to get it be a wall there for the cross or or to or to yeah to at least give it a chance i thought i, I was very surprised and he did it twice it, it all you know what i was waiting for if we won i thought that and i don't know i haven't gone on twitter or anything right because we jumped right on here right as soon but yes. I, I haven't checked twitter i'm wondering if one people are saying that it should have been a penalty with jordi alba which it shouldn't have been, right? Because he had his arm tucked into his, his, his midsection. So it shouldn't have been. But I'm, I was wondering if people are going to say that. And two, if they're going to say that the fix was in with Santos. Because, man, those those balls should have been goals. Yeah, I mean, for sure. There's, I mean, look, even Mike V is even Mike v is mentioning it. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, it, he, was it, playing. It was, he was bad. Look, we got uh, Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead saying that he was playing for Inter-Miami. <laughs> And and if Rick Grimes says it, I believe it. Okay. Yeah. I, now, right I, I what? Yeah. Go, no. 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 Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say right before we scored that second goal, Drake did have one hell of a block. Yes. I mean, look. Drake, I, Drake. And, and look at that. You were gonna get to calendar, and I just put up this comment. Yes, huge PK block, G goalkeeper of the year on lock. I mean, there's like three shots that he blocked that should have been clinchers clinchers to lose the game yeah no Drake, Drake are you guys kept us in the game i have a question for those of you that are in the chat that are new to inner miami uh I, I, some of you were sort of questioning how calendar was how good he was guys put your opinion up and let us know you know what you think now about calendar after seeing him on the big screen in leagues cup and seeing him block a penalty kick for the u.s open cup and all these other blasters that he's been blocking you know give us, give uh, us your like, opinion guys eric said no penalty call on reese did you watch did you see reese's socks when he went to take the, the penalty kick them things no. were ripped up he was taking cleats to the back of the calf plenty of this game and for everybody saying that miami's getting all the calls i, I mean was it a penalty i don't know but let me tell you something they, they were they were being aggressive and we weren't getting as many calls as everybody says that we are. Uh, I, I don't think, I, well, maybe, maybe calendar leaves. I, I, we had this conversation last episode. David Ruiz strikes me as a person that's saving his money. 
he strikes me as a person that doesn't typically splurge. I guarantee <laughs> you he goes to like Sariusi's to eat sandwiches. He's not going to these big fancy restaurants. And he's keeping them same rib socks, baby. Those are like his lucky socks. I um what were you thinking? I know I just threw you to the side. Sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. I um what were you thinking on that last goal? Well, okay, the last so goal regulation when they tied it. So on the last goal of regulation, I mean, I didn't expect it. I don't know if you guys are watching it. I didn't even see. I didn't even see Campana. You're talking about on the Campana header, the second header. Yeah, the one that Messi oh, just, just just slung in yeah, there. Yeah, just and... lobbed up. I didn't see it. Honestly, the moment it left Messi's foot, I thought, oh, this is his last strike to the goal. I thought he was trying to get it like a far post to be able to try to strike it into the goal. It wasn't until Ooh. like last uh, Messi. Nah, it, was it wasn't until the camera... Shot. It wasn't. It wasn't until the camera sort of zoomed out, and then I see I see uh, Campana on the other side, and I'm like, "Oh my goodness, he did not just throw the illest alley-oop pass of all time," and he did. It was like perfect. Like, how can it not be any more perfect? It's messy. Uh, somebody asked why Hasadulin not made the the bench. I mean, who are you gonna take off? I mean, this yeah. team. I mean, I know a lot of people don't know. Uh, the whole squad because they, they're used to the starting eleven more or less, but yeah, this team is pretty pretty solid from top to bottom. Like I don't, I can't imagine who you would take off. I mean, I guess Uyoa is the only option. This is what I love to see here: Ab Abdullah Timbo. Calendar is slowly becoming my favorite goalkeeper. He has saved the team a lot lately. I am. I, I don't know if you're a new fan, but if you are, it's tr it, it, it's it's crazy that he is growing to be your favorite goalkeeper, because he wouldn't have this limelight without Messi. So that leads and to, this was, to the whole discussion that we had last was, podcast. Right. This was the discussion I had on, on Monday. And I remember I had somebody on the comments tell me that I was crazy. But everybody's watching these games. Scouts from across the world are watching these games because mm -hmm. it's available to them on Apple TV, yes. on Peacock and Paramount. Like, they can watch Drake whenever they want. EPL, mm -hmm. not as easy to watch. So I get the quality is better. I understand that. I'm not saying it's not. But as far as exposure, Drake, he's going to get sponsorships now. Like he's going to get money from outside of Inter Miami on top of all the exposure and the opportunities he's going to get with Miami. And also everybody's like, oh, but he needs to leave to make the, the U.S. men's national team. I don't think so. He no. was just called up for September. Like, I don't think he needs to leave into Miami to get an opportunity with the first team in U.S. Uh, for the United States uh, national team. So I think that if they throw the bag at him, some other team, you take that bag. Because in MLS, unfortunately, you're not going to make as much money as other other places in, in Europe. So I get it. But if they're not throwing a crazy bag at him, you stay here. You stay here. And 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 I, I secretly love when you start attacking all of these EPLs and Ligoons fans and I secretly love it because like no. the points that you're making are so solid and it's not like you're trashing their league well, or their players. I don't want them to well because I try to clarify because I don't want them to say that I'm, I'm not saying that they're better yeah. I understand that, that yeah. the EPL is is light years ahead of MLS quality wise yeah but yeah. like everybody swears that like everybody's like oh I, I need to play in the EPL times are changing people sorry yeah all right um so let's go to extra time. Yes. 
that Joseph goal. First of all, mm -hmm. Ben Krem. Uh, I, I love Ben Krem. And the way he threw he gave that through pass to Joseph and the way Joseph finished it, like this is the Joseph we've been waiting for, right? Yes. When he gets an opportunity, one time that bitch to the back of the net. And he did it today. And honestly, when we had that momentum going and we scored that goal so early in extra time, I thought we're gonna we're gonna score another one. We're gonna we're gonna end up with four and it's gonna be like a four-two final. Like that's what I was really thinking after that goal. Well, and and look at what look at what Vinny mentions. There are two teams with and without Kremaki, and that was such a beautiful pass. And Kara, same thing. Kremaki wouldn't assist. I mean, they, water ball. Mm -hmm. it, it was it, it, the the improvement, the development with Kremaki since he's been with the team. I mean, I really wish a lot of you guys that are that are that are sitting here with us in the chat can be able to go back and check out some of the games to see the development of Kremaki. Because I'll tell you, it's not only the time that he's getting, but the fact that he's playing with such great players and probably getting as much information to be better. I mean, he's he's starting to really, really, really put something together as far as being a complete soccer player. I I, I agree. And I think everybody's saying that they don't want to see Diego Gomez anymore. I get it. And I feel really bad for Diego Gomez. Because what happened to Diego Gomez is he came in with high expectations. Yeah. And he hasn't met them. But on top of that, we got to see Ben Krem right before he debuted. And that's what makes him look even worse. Because we know yeah. how good they, this team looks when Ben Krem is playing. For so sure. we need Diego Gomez. I'm sorry. Like, I know you got, you got paid that, uh, that, uh, the, the, the big contract for coming over here. I know that Tata likes you. You're personally chosen. Diego Gomez, I don't think he has much of a spot on the, in the starting 11, at least. Like, I understood today a little bit because I get that he was trying to keep everybody fresh, right? Rotate your team, whatever. Yeah. But, man, I, I don't know, man. I, I need to keep seeing Ben Krem get more minutes than Diego Gomez. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I think everybody, I think I could speak for a lot of the fans by saying that Ben Krem needs to get more time. He needs to start. And he needs to stay getting more time. Not coming off the bench. And yeah, Farias is a beast. He's a beast. Yeah, we, we talked about Farias at the beginning of the episode. But mm -hmm. we could touch on him again. The second he came in, the first time that the ball touched his feet, it, you could just tell. You could just oh, tell the way he played it. the yeah. ball into the middle of the pitch and kind of just pushed it forward. I was like, okay, that, that, that stood out. I, okay, let's see. Yes. Let's see if he keeps this up. And man, that he you could tell he's a baller. Even the PK that he took, it, it was just so precise. It was just okay, quickly winning me over. So Robert Taylor, I love you. I, I still want Robert Taylor to get playing time. But like I told you, and I told you, Chris, and you said I don't, you don't want to hear it because Fadi doesn't have a or, was it? He doesn't have a FIFA he card. He doesn't have a FIFA you card. Said. So if he doesn't have a FIFA card, I don't want him to start over Robert Taylor. But after today, I think there's a chance that we're going to see Farias starting sooner than later over Robert Taylor out on that left wing side. I mean, look at Mike V. He's saying, uh, if we're talking about Gomez, how everybody is just destroying Gomez in the comments. Gomez equals Pizarro. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He is kind well, of a crazy well, person. But Gomez does get back on defense at least. Shout out from Switzerland. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I moved that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shout out to Switzerland. It must be morning time over there right now, right? Yeah, close to it. 
what was the comment that you were trying to bring up? I'm sorry. Oh, I, I lost it. It's all good. Um, so, all right. So, they scored that goal in extra time. And like I said, I thought they were about to take a 4-2 lead. I thought, like, okay, the momentum is completely on our side. And Messi hasn't scored. And Messi has to score because he scores every game. So, I was just waiting yes. for it. But then it kind of felt like we just decided, like, all right, let's park the bus kind of like since he did in the beginning of the second half. And let's just kind of hold out for this victory. Yeah. And, I mean, no urgency. There doesn't have to be urgency when they had the ball. But I felt like they kind of just accepted all the pressure that Cincy was bringing. And, man, it felt like it was almost inevitable at some point when Cincy was just in that final third consistently. And it's not like they weren't finding uh, spaces to run into or anything like that. They were like they were finding opportunities. I thought that we could hold on, but I wasn't necessarily shocked when they scored. I wasn't shocked either because I felt like, like I said, I mean, the, the team was just, you could tell that they were gassed. And nobody was just playing. At some point, I felt like, okay, it was time to park the bus. But for some reason, they kept on still trying to kind of push it up a little bit, but then bring it back. But then all of a sudden, someone would make a terrible pass within pressure and then lose it. And they're not just losing it like in the half of the field. They're losing it like right there, right outside the box. And that's going to bring nothing but problems when you're talking about being up by one and a team that's hungry for a point. You kidding me? That um, that was a beautiful goal. What was, what was his name? Kubo? Was it Kubo? Yeah. The, he, yes. He, uh, and Japan? he's fast. He is fast. He's got yeah, a yeah. motor on him. And that was that was a nice kick. Drake got a hand on it, but just couldn't deflect it out. Yeah, uh, I thought that that that, that was a beautiful kick. And um, like I said, they, they were inviting the pressure, and you know they they scored. But I I um I just wasn't sure what the PKs were going to look like. Obviously, they're very unpredictable. And I know everybody's and okay. Let me let me preface this by saying I'm not taking credit away from Drake, but that last kick that he saved. I thought it was more of a poor kick taken than anything because, I mean, I guess Drake guessed the right way, but, like, the guy yes. didn't angle it to the corner. Like, he didn't try to do it right down the middle. Like, it was really weird kind kick. Of Bryce I, Duke I didn't did. think, yeah, no, Bryce Duke is the worst ever. That was the worst penalty kick ever. But it, it wasn't good. But, look, Drake had to guess the right way, and he had to block it. Uh, what did you think about the PKs overall? Well, and before I mention that, Rashid is mentioning who's the player with the number 11. That I believe that was Facundo Farias. Facundo Farias. Uh-huh. And, and Daniel Nagash is asking, can you, can you hear our view on, on Farias? We've been talking Farias big time so far. This, was, this, was, his, this was his debut. Uh, <laughs> first game he's played with us. Obviously, skilled. He has pace. He was looking for other players. I mean, we only got to see him for, what, 30 minutes or so? But in those 30 minutes, he showed that he belongs and he is going to get plenty of playing time. And I think he's going to become eventually the starter over Robert Taylor. So uh, that that was what I, what I thought took away from Facundo Farias. So talking about the penalties, um, I, I mean, I thought that it was – I thought that nobody was going to miss at some point. But the last guy when he came up to kick – I could just tell 
I could tell that he was either going to blow it, that he was just going to field goal kick it, or he was going to Bryce Duke it up. And, you know, I've noticed that now Calendar does this thing where he's like, he shows one hand on the outside and then he kind of jumps to the other side. So I thought that he was going to be able to get the block. But that guy, he just had a weird kick. It was a weak kick. You're talking about moving on to the in the U.S. Open Cup, and you're going to come with that kind of garbage? I don't know. Uh, that David Reese kick got me nervous. That PK? Yeah. I felt like he stutter stepped a little too long, and I felt like it was like almost like a frozen moment in time. The goalie kind of just stared at him. David Reese kind of froze up a second, and I was like, oh. And wh- he scored, but I wasn't even sure if he scored. Like I was like, did the goalie get a hand on that? Like That was... That scared me. But outside of that, I thought everybody else took solid penalties. I love that Joseph was the fourth kicker because, you know, at that point we were 3-3 and then – no, no, we were 4-3. But when I saw Joseph coming up, like when I see Joseph taking a penalty kick, I just assume he's going to score. So, like, I was really at ease with the fourth kick. How did you feel when you saw Ben Krem coming up to to, to seal the deal? Well, I I actually feel like Ben Krem has, like, this new – this new confidence Swag. about him. Yes, yes, big time, big time. Now, David Ruiz, I'll tell you about that penalty. I felt like the goalie just instinctfully was like a little late on the on the jump, on the dive. But like Ben Krem is just oozing in swagger, bro. He's just oozing in machismo, and, it's, and, and you're seeing it on the field. I, I, like I said, I'm loving the development of this guy. I'm loving the development of, of Ben Krem. Guys, Google... Ben Krem. Well, not Ben Krem, but Benjamin Kremaki. Do it. <laughs> well, Ben Krem is going to become a household name soon. Watch. It yeah, will. Everybody's going to start calling him Ben Krem. All right. Um, Look at this. Riz, Riz Krem. I just learned what Riz means, Rohan. So I agree. Riz Krem. Yes. Do you know what Riz means, Danny? Mm-mm. Are you cool enough? Do you? I'm not. That, no, that, that, you don't that, know? that must be a youngins term. And I, work at, yeah. and I work at in the education system, so I'm around youngins a lot. I should yeah. know what Riz is. That when people can pick up girls? Yeah, kind of like they got like game. Swag. They got game. Yeah, you, got, you, swag, got, you game, got game. You got swag. You got Riz. Okay. Yeah. I, it. Okay. I mean, it's so stupid, but whatever. <laughs> look, <laughs> look. I, I, this is completely off topic, but just real quick. Uh, I was talking to some football players, uh, high school football players, and they were talking to each other, and one goes to the other one. You can't blur me. I was like, what? And he's like. Yeah, I could blur you. And it's like, I guess that's how they say that. They're like catching a ball over the other one. I could blur you. He's like, you can't blur me. That's a blur? What? Blur? I was like, look. I, Isn't I can't it called like mossing somebody? That's what it used to be called. Now it's blur. Like, you can't blur me. What the hell is going on here? What kind of anyway. garbage is that? All right. So Ben Crank came up. I, I, I was a little nervous, obviously. But, I mean, that's what PKs do to you. But I was glad yeah. that he converted. I mean, I felt a lot better when I saw him walk up than when I saw Yoa walk up last uh, Saturday. But I'm glad everybody converted. And, um, you know, and now we're off to to the final. So I feel pretty good. Houston's currently up 1-0. Hopefully they can mm-hmm. hold on because a home game in the final, possibly at Hard Rock Stadium, <laughs> that's a movie, sir. That's a movie. We don't talk about Houston. No, you don't talk Remember? about Houston. <laughs> you don't talk about Houston. I was just happy uh, that they took the lead. You were already predicting where you were going to park in lot A or something. I already got my seats and everything. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I, There's somebody that mentioned in the comments, 
Uh, they want to know who the color commentator was. Uh, guys, that is none other than Ray Hudson, who has um, historically, huh? And who else? I forgot Dre. I forgot Dre. Uh, I forgot his other name, Dre something. Nah, whatever. We're not talking about him. Uh, Ray Hudson was. Uh, yeah, he is good. But like Ray Hudson was in the in the booth. Come on. Okay. So Ray Hudson was doing the color commentating, and he is historically known for making great epic messy calls dre cordero um, thank you dre okay good job nice you're a piece of shit i can't believe you just I, said whatever to dre cordero i mean he's he's good but not i mean look ray hudson's ray hudson right ray this hudson jinxed we- us everybody was so hyped about seeing him call a messy goal that messi didn't score for the first time when ray hudson's calling it he better not I be know, the one so calling weird. the game at the no he better not be the one calling the final he jinxed Listen, it Right here, Sean says it perfectly. We haven't had Ray all year since last year. That's the last time I heard his leathery, his leathery tunes uh, behind the play. So, yeah, guys, he, he finally gets the call, and Messi doesn't score. I don't know. I'm, mm, mm. I, mm. Sean, this right here is on point. Dre's no Ray. That's facts. No, but, but look, that, I don't know. I, I like Dre Cordo. Put some respect, right, um, bro. On who? Uh, put some respect on 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 good old Ray Hudson. Come on, I like Ray, but I mean, everybody was hyped to hear him call a messy goal, and Messi did nothing. To, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. He didn't. No, he didn't I, do anything. It's just he you're didn't about score. To get I know. I know. I know. I know. He didn't score, right? And he scored every game before then. Like I thought, everybody wants to hear, you know, the magisterial and whatnot. So, all right. Yeah. So I, well, I guess I, we're I wrapping would. it up. Uh, going forward, we have. We've been trying to get a guest for the Red Bulls for tomorrow night. I, I, I have, we haven't been able to find anybody. So if we don't, we might not preview the game. Cause um, you know, but if we do, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, but yeah. talking about just in case we don't come back tomorrow to preview the game, what do you think? The I, I don't think he's gonna play around with this three five two crap again. So what do you think no, the that- starting eleven is gonna look like on Saturday against the Red Bulls? Do you yeah, think I Messi think that- plays? I think that experiment is done. I think that Messi plays. I don't see why not. I mean, I think that you're going to – I think it would be good to start the game with him. Um, I don't think that it would be good to bring him off off the bench because, I mean, you want to start right. You don't want to try to end Caleb, right. Caleb, I am putting respect on his name. That's why I prefaced that. I said, okay, let me fix that. He didn't score, right? So he didn't score. Everybody was waiting for Ray Hudson to call a yes. goal from Messi, right? Yes, he called it for correct. Campana. I, I, It's not the same, right? It doesn't have the same tone when he calls the person's name when they score. Yes, two assists, definitely. Um, uh, I'm sorry, Chris, you were, you were saying? No, I mean, I, I don't think it'd be a good idea to bring him off the bench. I do think it'd be a good idea to star him and then bench him uh, later on. I mean, with Fagundo Farias now, like I'm, I'm kind of like crushing on him right now. So like, I'm okay with him coming in for him. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I told you, bro. Alejandro. I know. Oh my god, <laughs> guys, when you do this, sometimes you just speak, and then you're like, okay, let me fix that. Did you not hear the part where I fixed it? I didn't say he didn't do anything. I, I said he didn't score. <laughs> I understand he had two assists. He didn't score. He's allowed to not score. I don't expect him to score every game. 
Okay. Yes, he did a lot. He played well. He got two assists. I get it. Jesus. <laughs> They're coming man. out for blood, bro. I told you. <laughs> I man, it's when you when we do this, we just speak. And sometimes we miss say things, like we miss word things, and we go back and we rephrase them. Oh, Shit. Man. Oh man. Guys, he didn't what? mean that he did absolutely nothing, that he was a garbage I, he, he player. He didn't score. He didn't score. Jesus. He was no, looking then, forward. Wait, wait, wait. wait till everybody wakes up. And, the, the people in Europe that watch this yeah. show, they're the ones that come at me at, on the YouTube comments. They're like, oh, wake up. How dumbass. dare you talk You don't know anything. Messy. It's like, Jesus and Christ, man. You know nothing. Uh, Guys. All right. So, oh, thank you, Tank. That's what I, that's what I wanted to bring up to Chris. Uh, cancel Danny. <laughs> Whatever, man. Uh, Tank, uh, Tank uh, I just lost the, the comment, but Tank asked the question. You know, he said that he wants to see Campana start on Saturday. Do you think Campana now starts on Saturday? I think so. I mean, he just got two goals working with Messi, right? I mean, mm -hmm. the, the headers are working now. The crosses are working, mm -hmm. right? We're finding some sort of sauce in that. Uh I think it's I think it gives a very good dynamic to the team. Um, especially considering that Joseph wasn't really panning out a couple games. Um, I think that this is a fresh change that the team needs, to be perfectly honest. And especially starting the MLS season against the Rebels, I think that this would be the, the perfect time to have him start. I also did like that he experimented playing Campana and Joseph together for a bit. That was kind of weird, though, right? No. You're about to yeah, get canceled, Danny. No, I know. Everybody wants to cancel me because I said Messi did nothing. I misspoke. I'm, I said he didn't score. He didn't score. I misspoke. I apologize. Jesus Christ. Uh, I thought that I thought it was nice because we've been waiting to see both of them up top, right? Uh, we didn't necessarily see any, any magic between the two, but I thought it was cool yeah. to kind of see that. I would like to see Campana start on Saturday, right? We're, we're back to the regular season finally on Saturday. We got 12 games left, and... Um, how are you feeling about the regular season? Now, the thing with – I was saying that we were going to make the playoffs since June, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to retweet that tweet where I said it back in like the beginning of June. Yeah. And I was saying we are going to make the playoffs. But when I looked at the 12 games, I didn't realize how condensed the schedule is going to be. What is that? Uh, <laughs> oh, you gave me a card? Jesus. <laughs> Um, card. so i didn't realize that we're going to be playing games like every three days now yeah. it's good that we do have this depth right we're like oh who should start this person or that person robert taylor or facundo farias should we start aviles or christoph or kamal miller what about noah allen when does he get some playing time david ruiz should he be playing or arroyo all these things are great for what we have coming up because we do have 12 games left in the regular season but they're like really condensed on top of having an international break at some point. So I think that the depth is going to help us. I think we still do have a great chance of making the playoffs. But I, I do think the fact that we're going to be rotating the, the starting 11 and the rosters and international break, Messi might miss a game or two. That might make things a little more difficult. I am in no way coming off my, uh, my will make the playoffs prediction i'm gonna die on that hill until it doesn't happen because we've played eight games with messi and yes we've technically tied right so in if it would have been the mls regular season it would have been one point instead of three 
Yeah. But we've won a lot of those games, and the games that we've tied have been against top tier competition, right? Nashville, Cincinnati. Remember, well, and I've and I've brought this up a bunch of times. Seven out of the twelve games that are left are teams that are ranked tenth, eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth in the East. They're not good teams. We can beat those teams. So I think that we have a still a good chance to uh to so everybody still canceling no, me in the, no, in the comments. Hold on, hold on. Uh, let me let me answer your question. Just read the last uh, like forty comments, please, while I answer your question. All right, go ahead while I read these. Right. So I think in terms of what we need for success in the MLS season is, um, or what I project to see. I mean, look, we went on a tear in the League's Cup. We haven't lost a game, right? We haven't lost a game. And uh, <laughs> and in the U.S. Open Cup, I mean, it would have been a tie, but at, at least that's one point. And, um, and, and the best thing is, is that we're talking about just starting uh, – to gel together as a team with a bunch of new players. And the more that we start playing together, the more that the same guys start playing together is when you're going to see this really, really start to move in a, in a way more uh, smoother direction. So I think that I think the sky's the limit. I think that we're going to be able to make a playoff spot. I think the right people are going to lose. I think last, uh, last Saturday or last Sunday, the right people, some of the right people lost. So and like and like I said, we need to get to the ninth seed. We have two. They have we have two games in hand on the ninth seed right now. Yeah. And not only do we have two games in hand, a lot of the competition are teams that we need to jump over to make that ninth seed. So if we beat them, it's almost like gaining six points because they lose out on three and we gain three. So I the the math is there. I still think we can make the playoffs. Now, yeah. am I saying it's gonna happen? No. But for everybody that was saying, I don't think they're saying it anymore. But everybody was saying that I was crazy predicting something like that because that part of the season was over so that everybody should just focus in on the League's Cup and Open Cup. I think that's crazy. We still have a chance at the treble. We got the League's Cup. We are in the final of the Open Cup. Could you imagine the Apple documentary, the fairy tale story oh my God, for Messi to show up in July 21st and by December 9th, the day of the final of the MLS championship? We're raising our third trophy in a span of what five months? Like that that is wild. But the way that the last month has played out, I wouldn't say it's that far fetched because I feel like every game has been its own movie. And I think that it, it's almost headed that way. Do you see us losing in the open cup? I don't care if it's a Houston or Real Salt League. No, I don't way. see us losing. I think we're gonna no win way. the open cup. I thought we could lose today. I kept telling you for the last month or two, like I, I don't I don't know if we could beat Cincinnati in Cincinnati. And we almost didn't, but we did. And I, I can't imagine us losing that game. I think we win our second title in September 27th, U.S. Open Cup. Now the question is, can we make the playoffs and make a playoff run to win the MLS title? But the treble's on the table, and I and that will be one hell of a story. I, I don't see how we can't make the playoffs, dude. I really don't see it. Because if the right teams lose... Yeah, if, well, if the, the, the right teams, teams that get to lose are the teams we play against. Yeah, but we're talking about, I mean, losing amongst each other. I mean, look, I'm looking at the standings right now, and we're talking about Toronto's only a point a point ahead of us. You have NYCFC, they're eight points ahead of us, tied with Charlotte. You have the Red Bulls that are 11 points ahead of us. You have DC United that are 12 points ahead of us. You have Chicago that's 14 points ahead of us. I mean, these teams can get got. 
Look, Spider-Man just commented. Spider-Man said that Messi's going to miss four games for international break. I don't think he's missing four games. I think he's missing two games. And one of those games he was going to miss regardless because he's not playing on turf. So let me bring this up real quick. International break, that game that you're talking about that he's going to miss is that Atlanta game on the 16th and then the game on the yeah. 9th against uh, Kansas City. So those two games he's going to miss for international break. Yeah. But as far as international break goes, that's it. In October, there's another international break, but we have no game scheduled for that week. Now, I, I guess maybe you're saying maybe we, we, he misses the Cincinnati game on the 7th, right before he leaves the international break. Maybe. So maybe he misses three games. But um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm you know, too worried. And again, he wasn't going to play that Atlanta game regardless. He's not playing on turf. The only chance that he plays on turf is going to be that last game of the season against Charlotte if it's a win and end situation. If he has to play to make the playoffs, I'd say on October 21st he plays in Charlotte because that's a must win. Outside of that, I don't see him playing on turf. Well, it's like you said, unless it's like a, a win and end deal, then possibly, right? But aside from that, I mean, we've seen some of the horrific injuries that have happened on turf. Yeah. And so the last thing you want to do is take the goat out on fake grass and get injured, and then you just blew the next year. Right. I mean, that, right. that would be so, fatal. That would, and, I, and you know what? I was going to say that would be fatal. Let me take that back, right? Hopefully I don't get canceled for that, for that take, right? Uh, Busquets is, is solid too, distributing no, no, no. the ball. Uh, hold on. Alfredo said he already said he'd play on grass. No, he didn't say he's played on grass. He said he's played on grass before, so it's not a big deal. He's not going to come out and be like, sorry, I'm not going to take the chance. He's not going to come out and say that publicly. No way he plays yeah. on turf unless it's necessary to win. Would you want him to play on turf, Alfredo? I know I don't want him to play on turf, so I, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, all right, so uh, I had two quick questions for you before we head out, uh, Chris. Yeah. And hello, Thomas, for joining us. All right. Um, first question. Oh, I, I see. I have a couple questions, and people in the comments can help chip in. Position battles, I guess we could say. S Saturday or next Wednesday, do you see Farias finally taking over for Robert Taylor on the left wing? I think that, I think that having that kind of problem is a great problem to have. The fact that you have Farias and Taylor that are available for the same position. Um, I mean, look, he's definitely going to fall into favor. That's for sure. Uh, Farias. Um, Everybody's but, saying no, but I'm not sure if they're saying that no to... Uh, oh, Ross Lake scored. Son of a mother. Um, everybody's saying no, but they're not telling me what to say. I think they're saying no to they wouldn't have Farias start over Robert Taylor. What? what you wouldn't either? I don't know, man. I'd I'd say ride the the ride the the hot player, and I'd keep Taylor playing, and just keep subbing in Farias. Yeah, man. Okay, I, I can see that. Now, what about Christoph? <laughs> Christoph, are we gonna have? I'm not gonna say. Avilas, is he gonna start playing over Christoph? Because we're not playing three in the back. I would assume anymore. I'll tell you one thing. I miss Ian Frey. 
I miss Ian okay. Frey. And, By the way, for those of you that, that, that didn't get to see it, because I, I was at the stadium, so I don't think I, a lot of people got to see it. When Ian Frey was at Nashville and he was celebrating the, the championship with the team, he uh, the, he was walking towards the, the locker room, and that's where the supporters were, right? Vice City, Southern Legion, all those people yeah. banging the drums. And as they're singing and chanting, he started jumping up and down on one leg with his crutches in the air. Pretty cool moment for Ian Frey. Sorry, just randomly came to, to my mind. Oh, no, that's super cool. That's super cool. I mean, that's very cool. I miss him, and I I wasn't really sold on Aviles. I I don't know. I Well, yeah, Frey and Aviles, I guess, would be ideal next season. They're both young. They're a little more quicker. They're tall. They play pretty good defense. They probably distribute pretty good. Um, I mean, look, Miller and Kristoff, they're not bad. They're just slow. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you really need pace? At the center back position, I don't, I don't, I don't think that it's when you like, have a high line. Well, yeah, look, look, yes. look how well we get caught, caught in transition. There was a play where where Santos, and again, thank you Santos, because I think he's the reason we won this game. That he was yeah. basically one on one arm wrestling with Kristoff, but Kristoff couldn't keep up. Santos outran him, but Santos ran wide, so he had to kind of pass the ball in instead of playing it into the box himself, and and that's why he didn't score. But Kristoff had a really hard time keeping up with him. Christoph isn't that guy that can defend on a counter or when the, when the other team has a counter. And neither is Kamal Miller. They're both slow as molasses. So Mike V is saying that Aviles is not going to pan out, screenshot it. And somebody else mentioned uh, somebody else mentioned that he's Mr. Glass. I'm with Thomas. And look, and I, I get why they say uh, the whole Mr. Glass thing, but Ian Frey is a baller. But because of his injury history, I wouldn't count on him being a starter always. If, yeah. if that makes any sense, right? Like, I wouldn't come into the season and say, all right, we have Frey, we have Aviles, and then we have McVeigh as the backup. Like, I wouldn't feel comfortable that way. I would feel comfortable with we have Kamal Miller, we have Aviles, and then we have Ian Frey as the third. And then he gets his playing time. But if you ha- count on him as being as your consistent starter back there all season long, just going based off of injury history, that I would be uneasy about that. Yes, Christoph did I mean, have a solid performance. Christoph has been playing great... well recently. Yes, Christoph has been good. Uh, Miller has been good. Today he wasn't that great, or I, I don't know if he wasn't that great. Maybe he just pushed up a little too much, so it left his space exposed. Um, and, I, I mean, Mike V is mentioning this. Uh, don't forget next season LGP. we get LGP back. His loan is uh, over. I think I think they'll sell him. I can't imagine that he comes back next year. There's no way. And he's a fan favorite, too. He's a fan favorite. Uh, it's because we didn't have much on that team back then. Uh, everybody liked Figal also. I like I liked Figal more than I liked LGP. But, um, wow. Yeah, okay. I, I, don't, I don't think that uh, I take. he'll be back. Um, all right. And then my last question for you, Chris, is I don't think that this can go on forever. Us not losing. Right? We haven't lost. We have to, we have to lose at some point. Right. So maybe this isn't a fun game, but I feel like I, I'm just curious. When does that first loss come? We have the Red Bulls away this Saturday. The Red Bulls, a very annoying team, and I don't know who's going to play. Then we have Nashville back at home. You know that they're coming for blood, especially since yeah. we're celebrating the trophy in their face before the game starts. Yeah, for sure. And then in September, we have uh, LAFC. In L.A. 
which is the game that I think is going to be a real test to where we're at. I think, oh, I'll ask you first. So, so who do you, where do you see us losing in the next three games? Uh, I, I know that a lot of people are not going to like my response, but I think that I could see us losing this Saturday. Okay. I think that we've had such a slew of games lately, and I feel like the fatigue is going to hit the players uh, swiftly, especially having to fly. I mean, we're talking about flying from crappy Cincinnati down to Miami today. Up to New Jersey. Getting, yeah, then back to New Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, what, they're going to spend less than 24 hours here, go back to, to – they're going to go to New Jersey and play in front of New Jersey Red Bulls. I think mm-hmm. that we're going to lose that game. Well, I will tell you that I do predict that that away game is going to be the first home away game. Like, you know you know how Dallas was almost 50-50? I oh, predict yeah, yeah. that on Saturday, there's going to be more than 50% Messi into Miami fans in the stands on Saturday. Well, that's because nobody likes New Jersey. Not even people in well, New Jersey and, like well, New Jersey. And it's, and it's New York. There's so many people out there, so many people that are Argentinian and just from South America that love Messi. This is the only time that I believe he goes up there for the rest of the season because I think they already, we already played on YCFC in, in, in New York. So this is their only chance to see him this year. So I promise you the tickets are going to be crazy expensive, and that's going to be a home game for us. Now, Imagine, I don't think that we lose on Saturday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, go ahead. You don't think we lose? No, I don't think we lose on Saturday. I, I think that there's more of a chance that we lose maybe against Nashville at home or that LAFC game away. To me, though, I can't imagine that we're going to win those three games or at least come out with a result those three games. But if we do that, man, we're making the playoffs. If we if we win those three games, we're making the playoffs. Hold on. Uh, we need to confirm something. George, DTA, are you fridge guy or not? You need to confirm this right now, live. We need this. Breaking news. Um, and I was going to mention something. We've spoken to a couple of New York fans, and they've told us that they it's hard for them to travel for NYCFC when they have to play in New Jersey. Oh, okay. That's nice. Okay, so George made it out of TQL without getting killed. That's great. But you're not fridge guy. But so this was the first game. This was the first game that I noticed that there weren't many pink or Argentina jerseys or anything. Like Cincinnati, I mean, I guess it's middle America. They don't have as many South Americans there, I would assume. I'm, maybe yeah. I'm misspeaking, but I would assume that there's not as many South Americans out there. I I, I was, you know, I, I think that you're going to see that a lot more when you get to Cincinnati, when you get to uh, Rouse Salt Lake and places yeah. like that. It's going to be uh, a lot less. But this Saturday, I'm telling you, home game for into Miami and, and New Jersey. Yes. Well, and like I was saying before, right, we, we spoke to a couple of guys from NYCFC supporters, and they say that it's a struggle to travel to New Jersey to watch them play over there. So imagine if they don't want to travel to see their own team play in New Jersey, right, to watch yeah. the Red Bulls. Like, it's even worse. So, but now you couple that with the people that aren't really fans of the Red Bulls or NYCFC, and they're like, well, Messi's in town. Let's go watch Messi. So, yeah, I agree. This game can quite possibly be a home game for Inter-Miami, for sure. Uh, yeah, you, you could – I think you could take a train, but it's it's not the the, the subway trains. It's like it's, one of those uh, 
It's like a uh, like a like a like a state transit something. Yeah, what? Uh, I forgot the name of it, man. I, I never traveled on it, so I forgot the name. But yeah, it's, it's not like you just jump on the subway and head there. No, it's not like that. No. Um, and I forgot where in New Jersey they play. Also, I think it's pretty far. Um, and when we were talking well, to the NYCFC people, they said that they don't like going out there because, I mean, they're playing home games in their rivals. It's like us playing home games in Orlando. Like yeah. I, I wouldn't be happy about that. So they do they play? Yeah, and, I don't think they play in Newark, do they? And Richard, well, Richard Greenberg. No, I don't think they play in Newark, but Newark is close. Uh, Richard Greenberg saying that Rebel Stadium is easy to get to. It's on their path subway line. So there you go. Um, and look, a lot of people, yeah. And Rob Sports is mentioning here, right by Newark. A lot of people are going to go see them, and especially such a multi-cultured. Uh, state and especially city like new york you're gonna get a lot of people that are gonna go yes it is across the hudson my friend yes yeah 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 uh tank was right i, I thought that it was as further south yes it is this is it perfect is right here by mike v it's the shitty train you pick up in queens that is correct, <laughs> that is correct. Uh, yes harris new jersey but it is right by newark which i it was i didn't realize all right all yeah. right so um any final thoughts before we because at this point we're just gas bagging well, I mean, look, everybody, I'm pretty sure you all enjoyed the game. Uh, it was a hell of a game. Went to PKs. We had two extra halves or two extra quarters, I guess. Um, this was a phenomenal game. And it's on to the championship, baby. It's either Houston or Real Salt Lake, whoever it is. I don't know. I'm not going to say. Could you rank the top three messy games so far? It's been eight. What are your top three? Uh, I'd say Cruz Azul has to be one to me. Um, Dallas is two. Okay. And then Nashville would be three. And the only reason that I'm saying Nashville is because of the stakes. That would be my top three. Oh, thank you, Richard Greenberg. Listen, everybody take Richard Greenberg's advice, guys. If you haven't done it, take your thumb, subscribe, and like. All of you guys uh, are battered fam. Come on, let's go. Uh, it's time to see Miami without Messi or Busquets. I don't know about both of them, but I do think Busquets might get uh, a, a break. I That I do see happening. Yes. Messi, not as much, but Busquets, I do see uh, getting a break. That's going to be scary, though, if that ever happens. And, it's going to uh, be scary days. To me, the number one is Dallas, man. That Dallas game, Dallas, yeah. down down two goals. I think it was like the 80th minute, and we were still down two goals. And for Messi to hit that free kick, uh, to me, to Dallas is number one. I mean, single moment, I would say, obviously, the Cruz Azul because it yeah, was like Cruz out of Azul, a movie. Yeah. But game overall, man, that Dallas game to me, that's number one. Nashville, number two. And then um, and then that Cruz Azul, number three for me. But today's up yeah, there, I mean- man. Today was wild. Today was up there, and he didn't even score. Yeah. It was our worst outing. You know what it is? That this is the worst outing that Inter-Miami has had since getting messy? Mm-hmm. If this is the worst outing that we've had, I'll take a worse outing in every game for the rest of the season. And uh, a Tank, definitely, um, you're, you're right. Alba could get a breather because we have Noah Allen. And, and Busquets could also get a breather. Busquets, I think that we have the luxury of we start some of the young kids, and if we feel we need Busquets and Alba to come in, 
put them in in the 60th minute or whatnot. But if the kids yeah. are handling their business, just let them ride out and you can let Alba rest. You can let Busquets rest. You can let Joseph rest and let Campana run out to 90 minutes. So uh, I, I, I was disappointed that, that Messi didn't score just because I like to hear Ray Hudson call his goals. But Messi had a great game. So he had an incredible game. <laughs> yes, Quote unquote game. by Danny. No yellow cards, no red cards. Two assists, great game. <laughs> All right. Uh, any final thoughts, Chris, before we head out of here? That's it, yes, guys. No, it was outstanding. And, and for those of you that are still with us, thank you so much. Like and subscribe. And uh, and and listen, we're off to the championship for the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, stay tuned for tomorrow when we get on, whether we have somebody for the New Jersey Red Bulls or not. Well, I, I, well, I don't know if we're going to get on if we don't have anybody to preview the Red Bulls. I mean, what are we going to say about the Red Bulls? Yeah. They're boring as fuck. They're pesky. They press high. All game long, they must take cocaine before those games because I don't know how they have energy to press so long. But um, well, we'll see. Uh, somebody's saying two one. What do you guys? I have to go watch this game. Everybody's saying. Hold 2-1 on, no, I'm, I'm I'm updating it right now on Google, and it is one one so far on Google. Nothing has changed, but there's goddamn you, Rohan. That... Right. Yeah. Well. Whatever. Let's let's keep our fingers crossed. We want a home game September 27th. If not, we have to go to Ross Salt Lake. But regardless, I think we would lift that that trophy. Oh, okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for this. Now do I want the US Open Cup? I still think the US <laughs> Open Cup sucks. Wow. I think it sucks. I still think that it's a horrible trophy. I think it's a stupid tournament. And I hope they get it give they, they stop doing it. Leaks Cup is enough. I've said it always. But because we are playing in it, yes, I want to win. I want to beat the Red Bulls, and I'll celebrate if we beat the Red Bulls on Saturday. So, yes, I will celebrate. But, um, yeah, no, I, I still don't think the U.S. Open Cup is worth crap. I think, I give a, Thomas, I think it's a horrible tournament. I, I give Thomas a lot of credit because that shows that he's a, a, he's a, he's a day oneer here. <laughs> he knows yeah. how Danny feels about this Open Cup, and he's calling you out on your shit. No, look, I, 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 I now, and I'll stand on that. I think that the U.S. Cup, Open Cup sucks. We're playing against ML, uh, not even USL teams. Like that's nothing to be proud of. Like nobody even takes it seriously. Uh, let, let me give you guys a heads up. No, it's not my work take. Let me give you guys a heads up. We might win the U.S. Open Cup this year, but I promise you, we're not going to win it next year because Tata doesn't take that tournament seriously. He took it seriously this year. Because we were already in the semifinals once he came and took over. But historically, with Atlanta, he doesn't take it seriously. Most teams don't take it seriously. So I think that the U.S. Open Cup is... The commissioner said that he thinks that the tournament sucks. Like, the League's Cup, I like. We're playing against League IMX teams. I understand we're not, they're not playing at home. But that's real competition. But the U.S. Open Cup, yes, if we win it, I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to yell. I'm going to be happy. Same way I'm going to yell and be happy if we beat the Rebels on Saturday. i just like to see us win. But, yeah, this I like seeing Miami versus Miami. For what? For what? Why do you want to be? <laughs> do you know one player on that team? Like, why do you want to see them? Why like, do you want to go to FIU? The guy that looks no. like Jorge Masvidal. Nah. Yes, I, I understand that without Leaks Cup, we would have needed it. But Leaks Cup is here. So I'm good. Let's get rid of that open cup. Ugh. Ugh. So, yeah, no, I haven't changed my, my take. I uh, it's well a hundred and what nine years old yeah oh. come on. <laughs> I don't know Miami Classico, yeah. Papa. Well, look, it's the fucking... let 
let's hope we win it so we can say we won it. But I promise you, Tata doesn't care about it. And next year, we're not going to win it. So just be I ready. Unless, unless our subs go on a crazy run and they start beating everybody, we're not winning it because he doesn't take it seriously. His story. Listen, Greenberg, uh, it's the, it's the, it's the, <laughs> coca, it's the Coca Clasico, baby. It's the Coca yeah, okay. Clasico. And All I right. cannot wait. Until Messi plays against Miami FC next year in the yeah, U.S. Oh, Open yeah, Cup. Yeah, at, at FIU. At FIU. <laughs> <laughs> Messi's playing at FIU next year. Yeah, all right. Jesus. All right, oh, you I, guys I, were I, a I don't trip, chat. People like that. I don't know why people like that. All right, so anyway. All right, if you are listening on audio and you listened all the way to the end, thank you very much. Please leave a comment, share. Uh, give a five stars, like all that other stuff on audio. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. We appreciate you taking the time to be with us after this awesome game. If you were in the comments, as always, you are the best part of the show. And if you're still watching, please like, subscribe, and all that other stuff. And if you're an Inter Miami fan, just understand from now on, we are the bad guys. And I kind of like it. We are the bad guys. And I kind of like it. So let's embrace it. And if you are looking for any unique apparel, whether it be into Miami, Messi, or anything like that, please visit batterfans.com where you can find it all. And uh, until the next one, which might be tomorrow, it might not, we'll keep you guys updated through Twitter. Until the next one, have a good one. Peace. Yellow card for Danny. <laughs>